We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkins. Yes. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? All right, guys, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to Spotify Green Room Post Game Show Lions vs. Browns. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy Promo Code Pride Pod. They're magic up all the way up to $100. All right, I'm with my two guys as always Malcolm, Pierre. Same result as it's been every week in this NFL season outside of last week because we tied, but the Lions lose 13 and 10. In Cleveland. Yeah, uh, this was a, a terrible game. Just a, just an ugly football game. Um, Very boring watch. If you're not from Detroit or Cleveland, I'm assuming you got no entertainment value from this football game. That, that's for me personally, at least. Like Me being from Detroit, being a diehard Lions fan, I, I had just never had any excitement even with it being a close game even with it being a one position game the Lions having a, a chance to score and take over the lead and, and maybe win their first game I had zero excitement in this game it, it, it was a terrible watch an absolute terrible watch how was it for you guys I'm going to start off with you Malcolm how was the watch for you <laughs> um I'll say it's kind of expected not I mean I was kind of hopeful for uh, David um David <laughs> Tim Boyle to see you know what he could possibly do obviously it's not good. Um, this game showed a lot. It showed a lot to me about this offense. Um, it showed to me that I think our problems offensively is more than I think is deeper than the quarterback position. Because I think honestly, no matter who the hell we have back there, I think the play calling is still gonna be the same. I, I feel like no matter who we have, we're still gonna see the five and outs. We're still gonna see the seven yard hitch routes. You know, we're still gonna see the screenplays. So is this is this it's the offense. The offense is the problem. The play calling the offense is the issue with our offense right now. Yep. Peter, what about for you? Uh, how is this how is this watch for you this Sunday? Uh one o'clock, sparing some time for you. Um 
first of all, if I was in a, I don't even want to talk about me wasting my time watching this game. Um, when you look at the Lions' offense, like Malcolm said, the defense balled out right, and they've balled out a lot this year. But there's only so much the defense could do. When you look at the Lions' offense, man, they have no trust in their passing game at all. Um, an example, and this really pissed me off. Fourth quarter, three minutes left, third and 14. They want to fucking draw with DeAndre Swift. Okay, I get it. You don't trust your quarterback in place, but you're 0-8-1. You have absolutely nothing to lose. And you pretty much just burned the clock and you gave him the ball back. And that's how the game ended. You cannot do that. You have to at least take a chance. Do something they different. They didn't want to turn over. I know they don't trust their receivers and their quarterbacks and whatever. Then why do you give this guy $3 million, right? Or two and a half million or whatever it is. Like, do something different. Maybe it's more than the quarterback. Again, You're not it's, it's, more, than well, the, it's, I'm it's more than the quarterback. This, this issue is more than the quarterback. I know, I know. It's, it's not just... I know, but I'll say this. You're not going to win football games running screens and running draws and running the ball. You have to throw down the field. This is the NFL. You saw defenses yeah. are noticing that too. Like, the, the safeties were creeping up after, once the Lions snapped the ball. They didn't even care about the pass game at all. They were literally stacking the box, daring Detroit to throw deep, and Detroit took one shot deep, and Josh Reynolds had put no effort. He's 6'4". He didn't even jump for the ball. That guy could get cut out. He, he was awful today. Yeah, he was pretty bad. And this is, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm showing you. This is what, you know, the past weeks we'll say, oh, it's golf. Golf is throwing screens. Golf is throwing these five-yard hits routes. Golf is doing this. Golf is doing that. But Tim Boyle just came out here and did the same exact shit. He did everything, everything we see from golf. Tim Boyle just did, but just less accurate. He did the same shit. This is the offense. No one's blaming. No, 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 no one's blaming the quarterback. I, I, I know, but I'm saying this is on Dan what, Campbell. What I'm saying is that in the previous weeks, we were saying that this was golf's fault. We were saying this is golf's well, fault is, that he checks it down. This, this is golf's fault that he checks it down. This is golf's fault that he throwing these five yard hitch routes. He throwing these hitch routes. He's not throwing it um, past the sticks. This is what we were saying. We were saying it was golf. Malcolm, Malcolm, this is different. This is different. Oh, yeah, this, not is, even this look, is different because down. our offense is terrible. This is a terrible no, scheme. No, 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 no. Well, ter- when, Anthony, when, when Anthony Lynn was calling plays, there was some shots. for. There, there was opportunities for deep shots. Jared Goff wasn't taking that. I'm not giving Jared Goff an excuse for those early weeks. I'm talking about the last two weeks. This is on Dan Campbell. This has nothing to do with the quarterback. Well, yeah. This, well, last week, what we saw from Dan Campbell was because it was an injury for, for, for Goff and I guess the weather, whatever. But I'm I think this, today this proved week. that it, I, I think today proved that it wasn't the injury. I think they just have zero trust in the guys. It's nothing to do with the injuries. Nothing to do with the weather. They have zero trust in these guys. Well, they don't. Yeah, but I'm saying like today's game mirrored a previous golf game. This 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 game didn't mirror last week's game because last week golf was injured. He wasn't even throwing the ball. But before the golf before. No, this pretty much mirrored the golf that from before. Game. This no, game Malcolm, mirrored Malcolm. that game. The offensive game plan. The game plan was the same game plan as last week. Not as much. Dude, they were running it on third and fourteen. What is different? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were they were oh, they, they've been running the ball on third downs. They've been doing that, but they just haven't been doing as much as they've been doing. No, every they season. haven't until last week. No, they were doing they it before. They have not been they doing, doing that until last, last week. They were doing it before last week. This is not. It's not been this much of a problem until last week. Well, now, yeah, I mean, shit. Now they just really don't have trust in these guys. It's just it's just been bad. But I think it boils down and to that the goes on the play scheme. calling. It goes out to the scheme and the offense as well. More is more than just because Anthony Lynn has been he was terrible too. Dan Campbell's calling the plays is bad. I think and like I know we're criticizing Dan, Dan Campbell rightfully so, 
but it's also hard with the personnel you have to get something going. But they, I mean, these guys are coaches. They get paid for it. Even Campbell even said, um, I believe he had an interview on 97 ticket. He's like, we want to take more shots down the field. He said that yeah. going into the bye week and he hasn't done that. Yeah. I mean, shoot. these are professional coaches. They're paid a lot of money. They're paid millions of dollars. Figure it out. Get creative. This is your fucking job. Don't give away the game and like, Hey, give them the red flag by running the ball on third and 14. And then, you know, damn well, the Lions were not going to stop Nick Chubb. They haven't really stopped him all game. He, how many, what were they were shots? Like 141 or 142 or something like that? I mean, I think the With defense the, is a really good. It was, it was something think, high. It was ridiculous, I right? I think the They were not stopping him all day. The Lions offense played well. The Lions defense played well because Baker Mayfield was just awful today. They were not stopping the run. Um, you know, damn well, Cleveland was going to run the ball down your throats. And Campbell basically waved the white flag. He's like, here, guys, just take it. I don't even want this stuff. That's what it feels like to me. It really does. It did look like that. It looked like he just, again, didn't want to play to win. Just didn't play one. I, I don't. What is the what is the thought process there? Third and what? The third and fourteen? Third and twelve? Whatever it was, and they call a draw play on third down when there's three minutes left in the football game. Like, what wh- what are we doing here? What is the game plan? What's the thought process? Okay, like at least take a chance. Okay, even if he throws a pick, okay, he throws a pick. Whatever, dude, take a chance, man. What are you losing? A playoff position? I mean, yeah, what, are you, what are you losing? losing? He throws a pick. He throws a pick. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Whatever. Take a chance. You're just running the ball. When you run the ball, too, you're burning down clock. So you burn clock, first of all. You burn the own clock against you because then you have to score again. You're burning your clock. And then you're giving it back to them when your defense is struggling, stopping the run all day. This offense sucks. The offense sucks, but like the the play calling and the decision making is almost as bad. Yeah, that that bold, that's, that's a part of the offense. Everything involving the offense sucks right now. I mean, you could, I mean, the only exception is DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I got to be honest, man. Campbell ain't as a play caller. He's just not it. It's, again, why we we didn't hire him for that reason? Yeah, we, we really did. <laughs> we didn't hire him for this reason. We didn't. Oh, uh, Jonah Jackson was flagged for saying something about a Browns player's mother. That's why he was flagged. Oh my oh, God! Great. Oh no! Did he hurt his? He hurt his feelings. He got flagged for hurting the other the opposing players' feelings. Like this is this is the NFL now. I, I don't even care about that. Whatever, but I mean, stupid penalty. I don't know. Whatever. Disregard that. But oh, I mean, it's just it's frustrating, man. It's like, what are we doing here? We're like, I, I just don't understand what we are trying to accomplish on offense. I don't understand what the game plan is coming into these weeks every time. I I, I really don't understand what they're trying to accomplish. Nothing. The game plan sucks. The offense sucks. Everything with the offense sucks. Everything involving the offense sucks. It's just bad. It's, uh, it's... the defense, man. Like thirteen points the first half. After that, they shut him yeah. out. Like that's impressive. Yeah. The defense is. I mean, the defense caused turnovers and gave you good field position for your offense too. And like, I think with all that, we maybe resulted into three points. Yeah, like we did. With all, three, just three points. Yeah, because I remember uh, the Amani Warrior interception. We didn't get anything out of it, and then um, it was the AJ Parker one. I think we got the three points. So yeah, this offense is so just... they're not even taking advantage of these turnovers yeah. that your defenses are creating now. Like because we weren't really getting those previous weeks. Like our, our defense was getting stops, which you know it should be you know good enough, but whatever, right? I mean, your defense is now giving you good field position in some of these opportunities and. 
you only created three points out of it. And, and these were, like I said, good field position. The, the Amani Warrior pick, he got you around, you know, probably midfield. And then the A.J. Parker one got you in really good field position, which basically gave you a gimme for, for a field goal. So they're, they're not even creating points off turnovers anymore. The offense, because the offense sucks. I told you. The offense is just bad. There's no creativity. I mean, like, how many times have you have you seen Swift line up on as as a wide receiver this year? Line up just outside. Have you seen him try to get mixed matches between Swift and the linebacker? Uh, have, have we seen that? I would say outside of the Baltimore game, that's probably the last time I've yeah. seen that. I mean, where is the creativity with this offense? It's like everything is. They're trying to run different types of screens. That's not working no more. I mean, the last time we, this is a screen work was against the Rams. We just keep trying to do it over and over and over again. And then the five yard, then the seven yard hitch routes, and then yeah. the out routes. Is, that's what I was seeing with golf. That's what that's the same pass as golf is throwing five yard hitch routes, uh, five yard out routes, seven yard hitch routes. Nope, the pass is not going by. The, the, he's not throwing passes behind the sticks. This offense and the this the scheme, the creativity, is is off is bad. I understand we lack talent. I get it. I know, but shoot. It's just, it's been bad. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Like, these guys are still NFL players at the end of the day. It's not like, you know when we say lack of talent? It's not like it, you're playing a Division One school, playing a Division Two school. Like that, that, that's, a, that's a serious talent, you know, difference. These guys are all NFL players at the end of the day. I understand there's talent differences. I'm not saying that there isn't because that'd just be naive to say that. But at the end of the day, these guys are all NFL players. You see every week in the NFL that there's some type of upset. There's some type of something maybe you didn't expect, but you always see it. With the Lions, there isn't any of that. Like It, it just always feels like it goes to script every single week with this team. And there, there isn't, you know, there is a clear mismatch between your talent and other teams' talent. But when I look at every other 31 NFL teams, I don't see that, you know, that, that significant mismatch as much as I see as often with this team. It's coaching. Coaching makes a difference. Coaching makes a huge difference. And this coaching, yeah, and this coaching staff is, is, doesn't even look like an NFL staff as far as offensively. Now, I'm not going to go as far as defensive because they've done a good job. But yeah. offensively. They, they did amazing. They, they've been doing an amazing job defensively. Exactly. You see, that, that's, that's to my point. This defensive staff is lacking as, as much talent as your offense is, maybe not more. And you don't see that significant differences when you play different NFL teams. The offense, on the other hand, it, it's like a Division two school playing a Division one school. It looks completely night and day. 
But with the defense, it, I don't like. I, I feel somewhat confident almost every week because I know what we're getting out of it with this coaching staff. With this offense, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. There's a a, ter- a significant talent difference, significant coaching difference. Everything offensively needs to be flushed on a toilet. All of it. All of it. Yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been a show, man. It's been bad. This game was terrible. It was boring. And I don't, I don't, I could give two shits about the entertainment as long as we win. I don't care. I don't care about the entertainment. I don't care about no, the yeah, entertainment aspect one bit as long as we win. But when you go out and do dumb shit and lose, it's ridiculous. My quarterback threw seventy-seven shit. yards today. I, I again, I could care less if that would have came with a win. If we would have won this game with him throwing 77 yards, I could care, I could give two shits. <laughs> How do you expect to win when your quarterback's throwing 77 yards? I mean, everything else got to go right. Everything else got to go right. Here's the thing, though. Like, okay, this is what I don't get, right? Sorry to interrupt, Malcolm, but this is what I don't get. Okay, Boyle is struggling, right? Okay, why not see what you have in your other they, backup they seen quarterback? They've seen what they've seen from their, their backup quarterback. They've seen, they seen, they, they know what, they, what they're going to get out of David Blau. You know, David Blau, he, he, first of all, if he can't, he may not be able to complete these routes that they want, these five-year out routes that they always run, these hitch routes and these screens. Maybe David Blau is not good at that. I mean, I know everybody's looking at David Blau. David Blau. I know everybody's looking scared. at David Blau. Looking, David Blau's not scared. I, I, get, I get everybody looking at David He's Blau and looking what he did when he yeah. had Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay and Daryl Bevel as a play caller because Daryl Bevel is a, is a vertical offense, so everything was vertical down the field. So everything was a big shot. So I know everybody seeing that. It was like, oh, let's have those type of plays. It's not going to make a difference. If you put in David Blau, Tim Boyle, Jared Goff, it's all going to look the same. The only thing that could happen is just more turnovers. That's the only thing that's going to happen if you just keep putting these guys in there. It's going to be more turnovers. But Malcolm, like, what do you have to lose right now? Though? Like, you me- saw what Tim Boyle could do. You saw what I Goff get that. could do. Let's see what Blau could do on Thanksgiving. And Blau actually, like, played well on Thanksgiving, I believe, was a Again, he had that. Marvin Jones. Yeah, but- Again, he had Kenny Galladay. And he had a, he had a play caller doing, that, had, that had a vertical offense. That's why we saw those shots. You're not going to see. Ooh, I don't care who he, has thing is, he doesn't you're have. You're not going to see those. See out the, the plays that you're looking for, you're not going to see it. You think he's going to throw the ball down the field? But I wanted, I he's not going to throw the ball down the field. You thought Tim Boyle was going to throw the ball down the field. How many times Tim Boyle threw the ball down the field today? He had a big arm. He he takes chances. That's what you said, Pierre. He takes chances. How many times he throw the ball down the field, Pierre? How many times did he throw the ball down the field, Pierre? Once. Uno. One time. One time. It's not the quarterback. I don't care. I don't care. It's not the quarterback. It care. is this offense. Doesn't matter who you have back there. I know, but I know, but Malcolm, Malcolm, I just want to see Malcolm. To do what? There's nothing wrong. To do what? I want to see how he looks. There's nothing. <laughs> well, Boyle's look, not accurate. He's either going to look Boyle exactly like Tim Boyle. I, he, bro, there's only know. two things going to happen. There's only two things going to happen. He's going to look exactly like Tim Boyle. Okay, guys, 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 he's going to be worse. Guys, guys. Guys, what are you comparing here, guys? What are we doing here? Ass to ass. This is not even a, this is not even a, a recycling <laughs> bento trap. This is ass to ass. This is bad. Two garbage like, I, ass quarterbacks I, I under- that people want to see. Two, cor- two garbage understand. ass quarterbacks. David, listen to me. I'm going to say this one last time. David Blau is not no goddamn savior. He's not going to save this team. This offense is trash. It's, we don't know You that. don't know? You think it. David Blau is the answer? <laughs> You think David Blau's the answer? No, but I think he can give you a It is not no, the Malcolm, quarterback. I think, this okay, is... I think... 
I think David Blau could, could do a what? better chance. Do what? What can David Blau do that we've seen different from any other week? Well, Tim Boyle wasn't accurate today. He's, he's bad. Throws. He's awful. He wow. is terrible. So, yeah, let's see what Blau He is just as bad. He is terrible. <laughs> but you don't understand what I'm saying. I understand. I, I, I clearly understand what you're saying. I clearly understand what you're saying. You, you okay, think good. you're going to see something different. Okay, if you were the quarterback. You think it'll be something different. Okay. If you were, if, if you were the coach, if you were the coach, and you had a chance between Boyle and Blau, who would you pick on Thanksgiving? I'll just roll with whoever the best gives you the best chance to win. Right now, they have no confidence in David Blau because he's an ass. Okay, so they're going to pick the one who's probably less ass, which is Tim Boyle. Are we sure about that though? Uh, yeah, they've the they seen David Blau up. since since the all, since the it doesn't, preseason. Blau was better in the preseason and in training camp. Blau was better in both. They like so why is he not a starter? So why why, why did he start this I game? I don't know. Because he's ass. I don't know. He sucks. But I just told you. But I just told you. Blau had a better camp, and Blau also was better in the preseason. So why is he why is he buried in depth chart? Why was he why did he relieve Jared Goff last week? Why do they have zero faith in I him? It's because he's ass. He's not the savior for this team. It's the all op- he he sucks. Okay, this offense sucks. I'm not saying he's the savior. Okay, 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 okay. Can, 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 I just, can, can I break it down real quick? I, I see both sides of the, of the spectrum of this this stupid ass this, argument. This, this, I have this, no this idea is, why we're ridiculous. Even right Everybody act like David Blau okay. is some savior. Okay. He sucks. Okay. I'm not dying. I know David Blau. I just want to see something different. Maybe something he. I don't I, know. Uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Let me let me break it down. I understand Pierre's. Let me let me because I see both sides. I see Pierre's side saying he wants to see something different because well, you never know, right? I, I understand that. It's not saying that David Blau is some savior. Not saying that David Blau is going to do anything, but he just exactly. wants to see something different. There, there, there's no risk in, in seeing something different. So I understand Pierre. Malcolm is just under the the impression that you could put anyone under, at, you know, under center right now, and it's not going to work. And and that's probably the case of scenario. But like. Like Pierre's saying, he, he kind of got nothing to lose. So I see both sides of it. I, I don't really think there's much to it. I think if Blau comes in, I don't see much of a difference. If they stick with Tim Boyle, it, it's it's the same thing regardless. But I understand wanting to see David Blau. I, I, I it's either going to be two things. It's going to be either going to look exactly the same as we just saw today, or it's going to be worse. <laughs> it can't get be... worse, Malcolm. Yes, that, it could that, be worse. You throw, you throw four interceptions, that's worse. It's it's either the same shit or, worse. or it gets better. I don't see a worse scenario. It's, it's the it's the play. If he calling, throws foreigners, if he if he throws four interceptions, that means he took shots. At least took some shots. I'm okay with taking some or shots. Or he throws four bad interceptions, game. like like two like David Blau's interceptions. He, I mean, one yeah, he took one shot, but the other one was just a, a horrible interception. Now, what if we see four horrible interceptions? Then it's worse. It, it, it's sure. But, but there, there's not really, there's not really much that get worse. This is what yeah, I, I, get, I get what you say. You got but. nothing to lose. But what I'm trying to say is our problems offensively goes way deeper than a quarterback. It goes way deeper than a quarterback. So putting in a trash quarterback, taking out a trash quarterback to enter in another trash quarterback, thinking, oh, we will see something different. It's not going to make a goddamn difference. You're going to see the same five-yard out routes. You're going to see the same seven-yard hitch routes. You're going to see the same screen plays. And then you're going to see turnovers. That's all you're going to see if you put in David Blau to, to, to Tim Boyle. That's all you're going to see is the same shit. Everybody, but this is what I'm trying to tell people right now because people are looking at. Well, the reason why I'm bringing up Blau, Malcolm, is uh, Adam Schefter had a like an article earlier today morning, and he said 
Goff could miss Thanksgiving also. And if Boyle struggles, they could roll with Blau as well. I mean, we'll so that's why we, I was just we, talking about it. it if that happens, I mean, I don't like our chances to win. They have zero faith in this guy. And what I'm the point I'm the, what I'm trying to say right now is because I know a lot of Lions fans again they're looking at what David Blau did in the past with the when he backed up the Lions, but that's a whole different world. Do you have a a play caller who throws the ball down the field? Everybody's vertical with, with David Daryl Bevel. Everybody was vertical, so that's why you saw those big shots. He had Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. You could you could take chances. You can't do that with this offense, and they, they don't even, they don't even trust the wide receivers. To do that, and after seeing, after the, they probably saw what's the, uh, Reynolds do that shit today, with not even fighting for the goddamn ball when the ball was in the air, I won't be shocked they don't take no more shots down the field. Well, then you know what they probably are going to lose because this offense again boiled down to my first point. This offense sucks. This offense sucks. It sucks, but Malcolm, like these coaches are paid like millions and millions of dollars, and if you take no shots down the field. Then I'm going to start losing confidence with you as a head coach because well, you probably, he said it himself. You probably he should said it, he because said it this himself. offense sucks. After the bye week, he said he wants to take more shots down the field, and he hasn't done that. Dan Campbell said it in with 97 won the ticket. He said he, they he want to take more shots down the field, and he has. He actually has done the exact opposite of that. Today they took Uno. They took. They took. They took one. They took one shot downfield. One Uno. One. Well, I got. I got some good news. I got good news. Good, I just I, I I just found out what? that Houston Texans won a football game. What's it? What's, why is that good news? Oh, yeah. pick. Okay, they have two wins now. Oh, the Lions are like they're the Texans are one and a half games ahead of the Lions. Oh, okay, okay. For the first pick, so we we are essentially a lock of the first pick now. Oh, sweet. Assuming we don't win uh, two games, which I don't I don't think is happening. I mean, the, posi- yeah. the only positive yeah. from this game that happened to me is that um. You know, I picked the Lions to cover the spread. <laughs> that is true. So yeah, true. I want some money. I mean, that, that's about it. I mean, I told you, <laughs> it never fails with the Lions. Yeah. Anytime uh, there's like a two-score two spread against the Lions and they think they're going to get killed, you it always comes through. They lose close. Sure. Sure. Mike, I'm, yeah, I Mike, Mike, I'm trying, thing. dude. I, I found something, man. I found something to, to make it a positive. You know, I, I just try to find something. <laughs> I want to actually bring up something that I was really mad about. So it was right before the second half ended. I believe the Lions had like a minute left with two timeouts, if I'm not mistaken. And they get to like midfield. And then the game ends without even attempting a field goal. Like the half ends without it. I think that was really bad tendered by Dan Campbell once again. Um, this game was lost because of the coach. And I'm not giving up on Campbell. I'm just saying he needs to be better. Dan Campbell has to give the play calling. I, I'm I'm done with it already. It's been we two need, games. I, I know I know we have to be patient with stuff like this. I'm not patient with this. This is terrible. Yeah, we just need somebody. We need an offensive mind to get in here. We need somebody. Because this offense is not it. This offense is West Coast or trying to be West Coast offense. Is is this not it? it this is this is not it. They're not gonna win. They're not gonna win like this. I don't, I don't, yeah, All right. I don't before we before we get too repetitive, let's just get to some. You guys want to get to some calls or some requests or you know? Yeah, please. People to speak. Yeah, please. Bring, let's, bring let's somebody up. What's up, Mike? <laughs> What's up, man? How are you guys? 
What's going on, Mike? Ha- ha- happy, ha- happy Sunday to our weekly tradition of talking about a Lions loss by 4.30. You know, you know what's so funny? Um, I've been hearing Pierre and you guys all kind of like laughing, like just talking. I mean, we're running out of shit to talk about when we're talking about Blau and Boyle, man. I mean, God. I don't think so. I think it's a legitimate thing to bring up. Adam Schefter even God, you, you could put Aaron Rodgers behind this offensive talent, and I don't, I don't think he'd be horrible, but I think he'd struggle. I mean, you know, I yeah, mean, you look, you look at Ryan, Yeah, you look at Reynolds. I mean, listen, you guys are beating up the wrong guy, man. And I've been telling you guys this for a long time, and I, I, find, I will be vindicated on this eventually. It's really not Dan Camp. This staff's done an amazing job. I swear to God, I believe that. It, it, I think the problem is, is, is been the GM. I think the problem has been the acquisitions. I think the problem has been they're not married together. I mean, I, I, you've seen today Reynolds, and there was talk on Twitter that Reynolds didn't want the Lions to grab him. He wanted to go to a playoff contender. And that's not true. That, that's, I, I'll send the link in there after I'm done talking. But, I mean, he, he did. No, I mean, that's not true, though. Well, I mean, you've seen his effort today, didn't you, Pierre? No, but he said he wanted to play with the Lions because he, he doesn't care about winning because he asked out, out of a contender. He wants to be like wide receiver one. He wants to have targets. He doesn't care about winning. He wants to have production. It looked like, I don't know. Actions speak louder than words. He looked like he did not give a shit today. You know? I mean, he looked at, I mean to be fair, I mean, to be fair, he kind of looked like that his kind of whole career. I mean, I mean with the Titans, he, had, he wasn't good with Tennessee. He wasn't good with Tennessee. You know, he didn't even get any tick in Tennessee. But what I was going to say is, you know, you look at Boyle. You got, people say, well, Boyle didn't play. I mean, Boyle didn't play bad. I mean, that second interception, I mean, that a receiver's got to make a play. I mean, this is the NFL. Nobody's fucking wide open. You know what I mean? You got you to trust on some of these guys to make plays. And this team, the myriad of this team and the myriad of how this team's organized, I'm telling you, is not going to fucking work. You cannot have a GM and head coach selected independently. These guys are running on two opposite sides of the track. I'm t- all, right. all right, all right, hold up. Hold up. Go ahead. Time out. Let Brad Holmes do his work with the draft picks he has. Like, we can't judge Brad Holmes off of this one year, off of year one cleaning up Bob Quinn's and Matt Patricia's mess. Like, we cannot do that. We cannot blame this on Brad Holmes. I agree. Yeah, but you can't make your own mess too, though, Pierre. And I know you like Holmes, and I know, I, I, but you can't make a mess too. You can. I don't understand that you got to clean it up, but you also can't come on and throw fucking sauce everywhere either, because there's not a single player that they've added that has been a hit. You can't miss that bad. And I disagree with that. They added uh, Jerry Jacobs. He's an undrafted free agent. He looks like he's <laughs> the future here. AJ Parker has looked good. Come on, Pierre. Yeah. These guys are oh, these guys are these guys are low end uh, contributors. These guys are low end contributors. Huh? No, you know what I mean? I, I mean, like, I mean, they're, they're, they're not. Jerry Jacobs and AJ Parker have been good. Yeah, I mean, they've been good for where they're at, for sure. But I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, Anzalone hasn't been horrible, but he hasn't been great. He's probably the only one. Michael Brocker's done shit. I mean, you paid, you're paying that guy eleven million dollars, and then you're forced to re up golf because you had to bring Brockers on. I mean, th- dude. I mean, like, it's th- there's been some mistakes. Now, Pierre, you can disagree with me on what he's. I'm not saying this. He's going to be a long term failure. But he better fucking learn from the mistakes he made, and those two better get on the same page. Because look at Anth- look at the dysfunction. Look at Anthony Lynn. Why the fuck did he take out play calls from Anthony Lynn? Anthony Lynn's gone now. Anthony Lynn's done more in the NFL than Dan Campbell ever has. Because they, they put these guys. There's a dysfunction there, man. There's a dysfunction with the talent. 
But, but, but Dan Campbell hired Anthony. I know, but I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the. I'm not. I'm talking about the talent on the offensive. Have you ever? You guys, I've been watching football for 25 years. I have never seen an assembly of talent on the offense that is this bad. In 2022, your best receiver going into the season is Khalif Barnes. Come on, man. Like, I mean, you know, like you, you can't. You, <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 just been a mess. You took a you took a tackle. And you're playing him at right tackle. You moved him around. The offensive line looks pretty decent. I mean, only in the run game, really. In the passing game, they've struggled a little bit. I think Jonah Jackson's taken some steps back this year. Yeah. They're, they're not passing. That's why I'm blaming on the coaches staff and not the talent alone. They're, they, I mean, the, the play calling in these games are just terrible. You can blame the tell talent, me, but, but, but – it's, like, it's like Tell me one player that's going to stick around long-term on offense outside of the offensive line. Uh, I don't care about that. that but, but coaches get the best out of guys. I mean, what, what about defense? Who, who on this defense is really a long-term piece? This defensive staff found these guys. You came into the season with the same talent on defense and offense, and I would make an argument you probably had better talent on offense coming into the season, but the defense has looked better because the coaching staff is getting more out of these guys. Offensive staff is not getting shit out of any of these guys. That's why they all look terrible, and that's why they probably don't have an NFL job going forward. But now you look at the defensive staff. Who was Jerry Jacobs before this year? Who was AJ Parker before the year? Yeah, but you guys, you guys got to understand too, though. Part of that too is opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity out there. And There's a lot of opportunity on right. offense. No one's taking yeah. it because it's because the play calling. This is on the coaching staff. I, 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 yeah. I love to blame the talent because it's a legitimate excuse. But like, why are we not doing the same thing on defense? But, but Taylor, I mean, what have they done? They, they, they revolutionized how. Swift has been playing. He's he's been one of the better players in the league. I mean, what, tell me one guy with talent that outside. I, the only guy I, I I don't understand, and I really don't think he's that talented is Hawkinson. I didn't think he was that talented in college. I didn't think he's that talented coming into the league. And, I mean, he was talented enough to be a top two round pick, but definitely not a top ten pick. But tell me a guy who they're not leveraging who has talent. That Swift is 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 a Pro Bowl player now. He's literally their only resource. Okay, you see, I can't. See, I can't answer that question because we haven't seen it this year, but I, I would say the same exact thing on defensively if, if, I, if, if the coach staff wasn't doing the same thing. If the defense was struggling, if, if the defense here. was struggling right now, we would, say, we would be saying the same exact thing. We have zero talent, and this okay, is on Brett Holmes. But since they're playing well... Could you run your podcast, Could you run your podcast with a typewriter? Could it, I, they don't uh, have talent. They don't have talent, man. They don't have talent. Neither does the defense, though, but, but why is that not Look, been an excuse? No, the defense, defense has way nine, more nine. talent. Way more talent. What do they Way have on defense? Way more seasoned veterans. Way more seasoned veterans. What do they have on defense? Who are these seasoned veterans? Alex Anzalone and Brockers? They got Anzalone. They got Michael Brockers. Tracy Walker's played for a long time. They got Amar Awarie. They got some, they got some good players, man. They don't got like – like I mean, these guys aren't total junk like there is on the offensive side of the ball. There's way more talent on the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side of the ball. Way more. Okay, Mike, what I don't get though, the offense is like we talk about getting your players involved. So like Raymond was starting to come on and he's just disappeared these past few weeks. Hogginson, he had one target last week. This week he had more targets, but still yet to get him involved more. Um DeAndre Swift, we talked about earlier in the year. We talked about earlier in the year. They had to get him more involved. Now they're starting to get him more involved. Um Jamal Williams is south. The thing is, as a coaching staff, you have to find ways to get your playmakers involved. That's Hawkinson, Swift. Raymond and St. Brown right now. Those are your playmakers on offense. Whether you like it or not, that's what you have. Raymond had one game, I believe, he had a hundred some yards, and ever since that game, he's disappeared. I don't even think he had a catch today. 
but, but that's that's because he's not a star. Look, he's not, but, he's but not look, a, he's look, not a, Mike, you know what I'm saying? You, have, you could use his speed, right? You could call some end arounds, some jet plays, some screen passes. Uh, use him on a crossing route. Yes, yeah, but Pierre, people start figuring that out, and they start game planning towards that. There's other people on the other side, but, but, but we're not. But they're doing not that. doing it at all. They're not even accepting okay. it. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember in the offseason we were arguing, and I was idi- arguing with that idiot Lee, and he kept telling, "Oh, we got great wide receivers. We got this guy. We got this guy, Sage Sarant. We got that guy." And you guys were laughing at me when I said, "This is the worst offensive team I've ever seen in my life." And everybody uh, laughed. At I don't know. Everybody I don't know about that because Pierre and Tyler have always been saying that this was going into the season. This is going to be the worst shit that we've ever seen before. <laughs> I was probably a little bit more optimistic, saying maybe they can figure something yeah. out. But Pierre and Tyler, yeah. they they I said, knew. I said the worst they they kind of yeah. had like that crystal ball. Was like, oh, this shit gonna look ugly. <laughs> uh, well, I think, but no, but we had all these undrafted free agents. Oh, we're gonna get this guy. And that. Listen, they didn't. He didn't spend. Holmes didn't spend any capital on wide receiver. None. None. Not even. Well, they did, but they didn't work out. They did. Tyrell Williams had a concussion. And then Rashad Perriman played like shit. And now he's back on the bus. Rashad Perriman didn't, okay, no, Rashad and now, now, didn't now. make it out of camp. Okay, and now if that's something you want to put on Brad Holmes, that is fair. But, I mean, that's, but that's what I'm saying, Tyler. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's made mistakes. I hate that people are blaming Campbell. This staff, has, and especially Glenn, has done an amazing job. I don't know what happened between him and Anthony Lynn. I don't know. You never see a coach take away play calling that quickly especially with this amount of talent. Now, if we had talent, it'd be a different story. But, like, I think that he completely now, I think Lynn's gone. That would be Campbell's only mistake that I could say that he actually made a glaring mistake. But if you look at Holmes, every single thing was a miss. Every single thing. So Campbell's playing calling is so it's Campbell's playing calling is okay. He, I play, Campbell is coaching. I think Campbell, that, that's the only mistake he's made, is he should have never took over play calling. But it's going to make no and hiring anything. So that's two mistakes now. No, that's all I said. Was taking over play calling and it's all tied into Anthony Lynn. That's it. That's the only mistake. All right, but as a GM, okay, Mike, Mike, but when you say like you blame it on GM, GM like thinks more long term. Yeah. He got you the picks. He got you comp picks as well. If you went out and signed a receiver for like thirty or forty million dollars, you lose those comp picks you can get from Marvin Jones, Galladay, and Agnew. Come on, thirty, forty, five, and a six. You're not building a team on comp picks, Pierre. Also, the I mean, yeah, you are. Yeah, I mean, we're not building, but it helps. Star free agent, a star free agent, or getting a, a late fourth round pick. I mean, for that's me? the reason why they hired home. Because when but, you but, but, uh, okay, he he, he went out and got Armand Brown, Saint, Aaron uh, 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 Ra, whatever Saint Brown. He hasn't done shit on this shitty team. He hasn't done shit. Yeah. On this it's shitty off, team, because the, they're not setting the up opportunities. It's, it's deeper. <laughs> they're not setting up opportunities for Armand Brown. It's deeper than. Then the quarterback. I mean, let's look stuff. at the backup the offense. The offense is bad. You're not he getting these guys involved. Fels. He went out and got Fells. Fells said, get me the fuck out of here. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he, he literally missed on every single thing. Tyrell Williams, gone before the end of the middle of the season. Brashad Pyramid, gone before. But look, like, to be fair, though, what they did is they brought guys they're familiar with, right? Antoine Randall L came from the Buccaneers. So they he won Pyramid, they got Pyramid. Anthony Lynn came from the Chargers. He worked with Tyrell Williams. They got Tyrell Williams. They brought guys who could help them establish a culture here. Aaron Fells, a former Lion, they had to basically sign Fells because there was no one like on the market. The guy they signed retired. You don't want to play football anymore. <laughs> but what I'm trying to explain, you're making my point for me. They signed a guy who retired two months later. No, but bro, you can't. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, t- what I'm, I'm saying, but you don't think that's that on the GM, bro? That's on the player. Yeah, what, you don't what, want to play. That's no. not on the GM. What, what I'm going to say, you don't have discussions with the guy about how you want to play. 
Yeah, what I'm gonna say is that um, you can't you can't judge you can't judge Brad Holmes for his free agent signings year one. You got to think about how many free agents are thrilled to come to Detroit during a rebuild year. How many top free agents? Okay, how many top how many top free agents are thrilled to come to Detroit during a rebuild year? They're thrilled to make money. How many bad contracts has Brad Holmes given out yet? Zero. He hasn't. The thing is, he hasn't given out any contracts. I know, but. He has a yes, yeah, because that wasn't a part of the plan for this year. Throw your eggs in the basket year one. Five. Five. Yeah, He's I a mean, five year deal. Yeah, okay, okay, I'm sorry, yeah, five year yeah. deal. Okay, five year deal. Yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 but what, I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you guys is we could be right, we could be wrong. But why, the, the blaming of the staff, the staff, and I told you this before the season started, the staff was set up to fail. So you cannot judge them anyway. The defense, Glenn, has been amazing. Would you agree with me there? hundred percent. Okay. okay. So yes. offensively, Lynn has six, what, seven games to, to, to really put a, a, a scheme together with the talent he has. You can't judge him. They took the play calling from him. Dan Campbell's done a shitty job play calling. But He's what I'm bad. trying to explain to you is... Still Dan Campbell. But what I'm trying to explain... They both been bad. Campbell's, but Campbell's trying to get a win. Yeah, he's, he's, that's why I disagree with him. He's just trying to coach to get a win. He's hoping that his defense gets a pick six. He gets a punt return for a touchdown. He knows how bad his offense is. So he's trying to limit the ability for them to lose a game. And it's, it, it's just, I'm telling you, when you're getting to a league that's like this, look around at the other 31 teams. Tell me one team that's even close to being as bad as us offensively. Oh, no. You don't even see the Jets. Everything either, is bad. Everything is bad offensively. It's hard to see. I mean, in, in, here's the thing. You, you, you know everything's bad offensively. You have this offensive line. That's played good. They haven't played great. They spent a lot of capital into it. You got TJ Hawkinson. Real quick before I go, I want to know your guys' opinion. What the fuck's going on with TJ Hawkinson? He was the seventh pick in the fucking draft. He does nothing. Why does he get a free pass? He doesn't. No, we, we we actually had this conversation yesterday. This was private, which, you know, obviously, you know, we didn't say it on air. But we were, we were talk, we considered talking about this, was saying that uh, we are questioning if T.J. Hawkinson is a franchise player at this point because, you know, his blocking hasn't been developed Terrible the way blocking. that we expected. It's been, it's been horrible yeah, blocking. You know, he, he hasn't been a good blocker, getting stupid penalties at, at very bad moments. Uh, I mean, I think there is some question with T.J. Hawkinson. You leave all tight ends and holds. Yeah, you I mean. all tight ends and holds. There's questions with T.J. Hawkinson. I'm not doubting that. You know what I mean? But like, like, so like eventually, you know what I mean? Like, so I guess what's your guys, is this somebody we give a contract to? Cause we're going to have to give him a contract next year. No, this is exactly what we're yeah, talking that's about. A big, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a big question that, that was actually, that was the exact question that we asked. And that, that's a big question right now. I mean, I don't think right now, I think right now I would lean more towards yes, but we have to see more before we make that decision. And we have a little time before we have to make the decision. So it's not something we have to make this hey, week or you, next and week. Real quick, before I go, you know who's, yeah. who, who I, who I think could be a stud is Jefferson. Hopefully, do you guys know what the injury is on him? I mean, if he's coming back, uh, we don't know any updates on Jamar right now. He wasn't placed on IR, so um, he could be back maybe next week or the following week. All right, man. Well, listen, man. Love you guys. I appreciate. It. I love the talk, man. All right, Mike. Take it easy, bro. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right. Um, I just want to speak quickly on that. It's just I I, I came into the season where I wasn't going to give too much blame to the coaching staff because. You know, you you are not the most talented team in the NFL. Like, we, we knew that coming into the season. But when I see just stupid stuff that doesn't look like it's going to even translate to when you have good talent, that's why I'm questioning it. And that's why I, I'm questioning the long term of Dan Campbell and, and, and Anthony Lynn and just the offensive play calling and offensive staff in general. That's why I'm questioning it. It's not necessarily the talent. It's just what I'm seeing, what they're doing, 
with the talent they have right now, and I think it's embarrassing. Yeah, the thing is, Tyler, I also want to make something clear. I'm not hating on Campbell. I still believe in him, but I just don't like what he's done the past two weeks with uh, calling the plays and what he's doing. And it's pretty obvious they don't trust their guys on offense. It's really obvious, actually. So I don't know, man. It's it's kind of hard. But it's not an excuse at the same time. It's not an excuse, right? Those are the guys you have. Those are the guys you should up. Those are the guys you have to develop, right? So. Like, 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 you still have to attempt it and try it. It's not we have zero faith in it, and we're not going to use it at all because it's just it's not win, it's not right. football. It's you're not even trying to win at that. Point. That's that's what we're saying because it's like third that, and fourteen, three minutes that, left. You have nothing to lose. Throw the ball. Whatever happens, happens. Who cares? Exactly. You, you punt the exactly. ball, you're probably going to lose, right? Exactly, and that's the point I'm trying to get at, and not necessarily call out Dan Campbell in full, or, you know, or, or Brad Holmes. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Anyway, but okay. All right. Yeah, I still trust those two guys in the long term. They just need to be better right now. They need to get an offensive mind in here. That's yeah. what they need to do because they just need to get some type of offensive mind in, here in, in, in this in this staff. Somebody that's really offensive minded. Yeah. All right. Let, let's get let's get a new uh, request. Spence, what's up, man? You're Happy up. Sunday. Happy Sunday, y'all. Y'all up, can Spence? hear me? Yeah, we can yes, hear you, sir. Man. Man, so I wanna I wanna be optimistic about something because these games are just getting so hard to watch and it's just it's been such a bad season overall, especially on the offensive side. So I kind of want to focus on the defense because man, I love what I love Aaron Glenn and we better hope that we're able to keep him for for at least a few more years because he is a stud. What he's doing with some of these guys is unbelievable in my opinion like he's making charles harris look like a like a real edge <laughs> edge rusher jerry jacobs aj parker i think those guys are are gonna be some some key pieces for years to come and it's just i i love what you guys think about that i'll say this man i mean aaron glenn he's been amazing i mean i think there's a big chance in the next Either next year or for the next few years, we could lose him. But um, if that does, you know, if that is the case, I do think there's a solid guy that's in our staff that could take his position and keep the ball rolling. And that's Arby Pleasant. I think Arby Pleasant. If, the Lions. If Arby Pleasant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think if something did happen and we did lose Aaron Glenn because he got a head coaching gig somewhere, which I think is going to be the, the, the case in the next year or so, maybe next year or a couple of years. I'm not sure about next year, but maybe in a couple of years. But I'll be pleasant. He's, he's, he could take over this defense and everything will roll exactly the same. But he, he's a he's a phenomenal coach as well. I didn't even think about Aubrey Pleasant. I, I like that. I like that, actually. Hopefully, Aaron Glenn kind of gives him the keys if he does if he does leave at some point and so he can just keep things rolling. Because I'm this is like this defense in comparison to what we've seen the last few years is is just it's night and day and there's significantly less talent. It's just I'm I'm really impressed. But the offense, it's just like we're we're basically telling Anthony Lynn that he's he's gone the second the season's over. Dan Dan Campbell cannot. He just it's just he's I hate this and I hate this so much. He's just playing not to lose. He's I just like you guys were saying. What do we have to lose? Third and fourteen, we're running a draw play, hoping Swift bails us out again. Like that. 
that doesn't that what's the success rate on that play? Ten percent, if that. It's just yeah, that that is a very high. I would say maybe two percent. Exactly. <laughs> if exactly, that. it's just like it's just ridiculous. I just I don't even I don't even know what we're doing at this point. Tim Tim Boyle is a scam artist. He must have the same agent as Chase Daniel. <laughs> uh, I'm just like I don't know. I'm sure you guys looked at his college stats when we signed him. I don't know how he's in the league. I don't know how he wriggled his way into three million dollars, two and a half million dollars. I just, man, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Spence, you might be onto something. You know, I, I used to think Chase Daniel was the biggest scam in the NFL, but Tim Boyle, I mean, he's he's getting to that to that level right now. I mean, uh, he hasn't made nearly half of the money that Chase Daniel made, man. Yeah. Daniel, he hasn't made as much money, <laughs> but like, how did he get in the NFL with that college resume? I know we talked about the before the show. Guys, we talked about I know. I don't know. And I still don't understand. He has, he has a high football IQ and he has a strong arm. And when you have a backup quarterback, you want your backup quarterback to basically like hold the clipboard, help your starter out. And he's smart. That's why. And he has some tools to work with, too, that are like intriguing, I guess. But he's not good. No, he's like. Yeah. UConn football. He threw one touchdown and 13 picks. That's, that's unbelievable. But Spencer, we're talking about major improvements from the time he was in college to right now. Like he's improved. No, he's definitely he's definitely better. Because if he he didn't improve, he he wouldn't have survived a single training camp. But it's just like yeah. I don't think I don't even think he's a a viable backup core. I think maybe a third string practice. I don't even know if he's eligible for practice squad anymore. But I think he's more of like a third string dude. I just I just wish there was. Any viable option out in free agency, we could go to even challenge these guys. Like, <laughs> sign RG3 out of the broadcast booth or something. I don't know. I just want to see see something new. Hey, he, that, yeah, that was an option. R3's out. He, he's still out there. Um, but RG3 would never come to Detroit. He's got like an ESPN contract right now. RG3 would not come here. He said he still <laughs> wants to play. You know he ain't going to start nowhere. He's not. Good. Yeah, but why would he play here? Like, what's so like the receivers are not good though. It's I, not. I, a fifth. I, I would take my my ass to ESPN, stick my ass <laughs> in the booth, and, and call it a day. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all I know is that he did say he still want to play, but um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, they don't even try. They stick with these guys. They didn't even try. That's what I'm saying. It's just like you know, it's you know you're not. I don't want to say this. You know you're not going to win with these guys, though. Tim Boyle, David Blau, it's just like the odds of winning with them with, with the personnel we have on the field, it's even less than what it is with Jared Goff, and that's saying something. So it's just like the fact we can't even sign someone to challenge these guys is... But the thing is, I think, I honestly think, like seeing this game showed a lot to me. Again, it just, no matter, we could bring a guy from the free agency... Bring in the guy. The offense will be exactly – it is what it is, man. This offense stinks. This offense stinks. I agree with that. And I think – I don't think it's just like – I just don't think it's the way the offense is set up. I just think it's the way Dan Campbell is calling these plays. It's because he, he is purposely trying to – like we don't know how he would be if he actually had a, a franchise quarterback, but I'm assuming it wouldn't be <laughs> much better. But, you know, it's just like you can tell he's – He's trying to play super safe and conservative, and it's just not working. 
the, the only the only real big difference I've seen between Dan Campbell yeah. and Anthony Lynn is on third down. Anthony Lynn and if it was third and ten, Anthony Lynn would throw a five. You have to do a, your receiver throw a five yard out route, and he'll be short on the sticks. And what Dan Campbell's doing, he's running the draw, <laughs> and they're short on the sticks. This is the same exactly. shit. This is exactly. this is exactly the same uh, 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 garbage. We're seeing uh, right now. We're comparing, uh, as Tyler would say all the time, a recycling bin to a trash can. They're both trash. <laughs> the office is trash. No matter who's calling the plays, it is trash. Yeah, yeah. you know what's embarrassing too is uh, when Cleveland gave you a break, they jumped off sides, and you needed five yards to get a first down. They still got a three and out. Yeah. How? How? That was bad. Because they ran, they ran, they ran the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, first and five, three and out. I mean, that 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 is a different type of shit. I'm gonna go play some Madden so I can actually see the Lions win a game. I'll I'll step down. Let someone <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> buddy. See Thanks, buddy. Have a good Sunday, man. My goodness, yeah. I mean, right, I, I think I saw this tweet. I don't know who it was. I think it was Jeff Rigger from 97-1. Um, he goes, I don't think Dan Campbell would even be good at Madden with this play call. <laughs> it was like, and I, I, don't, I, I tend not to disagree there. I tend not to disagree there. I, I don't even know if Dan Campbell – the way he calls plays, is not, it doesn't even work in Madden. <sighs> All right, let's get into the next person. Uh, let's get David in here. David, what's up, man? David, are you yeah. here? Hey, David, what's, what's up, Dave? This, Feeling good, this is something else. I don't understand their love of the fucking draw play. Like, it's shades of... Oh, who was it? I don't even remember who it was. It was so long ago. But whoever the offensive coordinator was for Morning Wing, he loved that fucking draw play. Third and long, and we're going to run a bullshit-ass draw. We, yeah. Uh, there's no I don't have an answer to you, David. Well, we need, we need Reynolds to actually be a number one, and he clearly isn't. I don't know if it's because he's only had 10 days in the locker room. Maybe he gets a little better with a little bit of time working with people. But... I don't know. Campbell thinks we're the 85 Bears or something, and we can just run every play and counter our defense. We held them to 13 points. Like, our defense played outstanding. There's no way we should lose that game. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 agree, oh, and I, I got to call out AO. Like, he had that pick, yeah, but he was suspect most of the game. David, to be fair, those guys were both weak calls. Both of them, I think, were weak. Um, well, the calls, yes. The penalties and stuff? or oh, He had those couple penalties, and yeah, one of them was real ticky-tack. The other one was a pretty solid call. But there was another one that didn't get called where he had a handful of receiver jersey. And also, he... Jacobs. He was trailing a couple receivers. No, not that one, a different one. Not the one they showed on the replay. That one was clear. No, another one that uh, that Mayfield just overthrew his ass. Like it, 
but he was trailing on so many of the big catches. It was AO that was targeted. He was trailing the receiver by three or four yards. I would I wouldn't say that's the reason why the Browns beat you today was because of the passing offense. It was, well, no, Nick Chubb ran down our throat. That and the limited the limited activity you had on your offense is what really lost the game. I wouldn't really say anything on defense. Yeah, it's oh. like real eye popping why we lost this game. So it's it's hard to or I would say difficult to really call out one single player on defense like Amani or Warrior, which. I don't know. I, I didn't see anything as watching the game. Maybe if I go back, but I didn't see anything eye popping that was, you know, necessarily concerning for for me with AO in this game. Well, no, it was just that. And yeah, I'm nitpicking because our defense played an outstanding game. But if he's just a little better, we blank their asses because their their offense wasn't AO, doing that much. Yeah, and I think if AO even has a perfect game, I still think we lose this game because of our offense. I, I don't think there's anything our defense could have really done much more. Maybe you could say stop Nick Chubb, but like that's just that's not that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, you, you, I mean, with their interior offensive yeah. line and his running style, it's hard. Yeah, yeah no, I, I know it's nitpicking just him. They they give up thirteen points. Yeah, I mean, there's not really. The, there's not really much I could say about the defense you in a bad way, at least. You can't ask your defense for more than that. You gave up 13 points. No, our, 13 points. our defense played outstanding. I just that, – that's a little nitpicky thing. Our offense, it shouldn't even been close. We should have destroyed them with all the chances we had between the two turnovers that we – what, we get three points out of it? Like – Yep. I, I don't understand the – See, that's the real Our problem. offense can't do shit because we have no receivers. But I wanted to see at least one deep shot to Raymond. He was invisible all game long. They actually did throw the key to um I, I, to Reynolds. Just to Reynolds. Yeah, to Reynolds. Yeah, you didn't you put no effort. That, I don't even want that guy on my football team anymore. I, Raymond's got <laughs> wheels, man. He can run for days. You want it done? You want it done, Pierre? Drop pass, an OPI, and put no effort into catching your 50-50 ball. When he's like 6'4". Like, just get him off my football team. Dan Campbell says we'd want no turf. He <laughs> did like a turf. Yeah, he did. No, like, seriously. He had no heart on that pick. Like, he, he had no heart on that pick. He should have fought for that ball. Something. You can't let the, he played the like- DB come down like that. Yep. And that's been basically the same story all season long, offensively at least. But. Our our offense played, or our defense played with heart, and our offense played like they didn't know they were in a football game. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Except for Swift. I yeah. I was kind of sad to see we didn't get more Jamal Williams action. Like he didn't really seem to do much at all. He wasn't hot. I mean, they gave him they gave him the ball, but. I mean, yeah. clearly the best runner of the day was Swift, so they just kept the kept the the train rolling. Yeah, they go with the hot hand. Yeah, which I, I like. Yeah, and I can't. I, like, can't I like it. Either. I understand that, but he ain't he ain't been in for a couple games. I would have liked to see a couple more, a couple more to him. See if they could get him rolling a little well, bit. He was hurt. But maybe they did it because he's been out for a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, didn't want to give him too much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got another game this week too. You got a short week. You got a game on yeah, Thursday, so. Too, yeah. You don't want to completely overuse the guy, especially a guy coming off injury. So, I think. And Swift was hot, so there wasn't really much reason to involve more Jamal Williams and take out Swift, in my opinion, at least. 
And all I all I really hope is they find a good receiver this year because I can't do this shit another year. I say that, but I'll be here every year, just like yeah. or again next year, just like every year, <laughs> the last thirty fucking years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this goddamn all right, team. Uh, all right, Dave, you got anything else? You got it all out? Uh never, man. Never all out. I, you got most yeah, of it out? I mean, my first season watching this team was when we made the playoffs and beat the Cowboys to get decimated by the Redskins in the championship game. So I've, I started from a place of good and it's been all downhill since then. Yeah, not very much winning. <laughs> <laughs> 95 was our year. Uh, yeah. All right, David. Thank you for hopping on. <laughs> all right, guys. See, yeah. I'll see you all Thanks, next David. week. We'll see you next time. Thanks, yes, David. Thanks, David. Man, that's just the story of Lions fans. I, I I respect you guys. I saw Malcolm made a tweet about it. it was saying, you know, yeah. the true MVPs of, Lion, of like the Lions, like whole thing it, is the fan base. It really is, man. It really is. Hey, you guys are awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. With that being said, we're going to sign off after now. I know we had some more requests. Sorry, we'll get you guys next Sunday if you guys hop on. Thursday. And Thursday. 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 Oh, yeah, Thursday. Sorry, yeah, Thanksgiving game. So, yeah, yeah schedule's going to be a little different this week. So, we're going to be recording uh, the final you know, report of this Lions-Browns game tomorrow, and that will be uploaded on you guys' feed on Tuesday. And then we will re- we'll be recording a pregame of breaking down the Lions and Bears, which – there could be some interesting stuff happening over there. Maybe no Justin Fields. He got hurt in this game, which we'll get into um, in Ooh. our pregame. So we'll talk about that. And, you know, and then we'll be here on Thanksgiving live. And that's pretty much it for the week. So thank you guys for all for joining. And yep. we're out for now, guys.